If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. How we at the club going up? On a Tuesday, got your girl in the cut sheet Tuesday. Club going up. Casey. Yeah, that's tough. Two days in a row. That's, that's tough that you're playing yourself out like that, but it's true. Um, listen, I'm not mad at it because that little voice you heard for a quick second was the man, Chris Canty uh, of ESPN Radio, and he has the best takes of anybody around. So I'm not mad at it. But yeah, two days in a row, ESPN National caught you slipping. We hit those national sports centers. Just giving you a little behind-the-scenes action here on Action Sports Jacks Overtime. We hit those national sports centers, and it didn't uh, – they, they come on fast when they come back to the show that's on national. And so we take a sports center, and then you, you hit another thing and, like, play an open and something like that. But uh, two days in a row, they caught you slipping, man. What's going on? Two days in a row, Tuesdays. And, you know, and I also meant to tell you this because yeah. I know you usually ask this question. What's up? I love McConan. Did this song right here. Now he was in the same group with Drake, you know, Party Hold Next up. Door, October's very own. I love McConan. McConan? Yeah, I love McConan. Oh, I love McConan. Yeah, all one word. Well, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. He has um. There's another song he has that's good. Hold on. What's it called? Mm. Just continue on. Sorry. No, but that's all I was saying. I, I know you usually ask the question, even though I got the music already piped down now. Uh, you you want to find out what Party, party Next, Next Door, Door is? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know whether or not you're just a big Party Next Door fan, which I like is party possible. Next Door. Yeah, it's possible, right? Or, you know, there could be a bit of a, because they all do kind of sound, they have some similarities between their music because they're that. on that group. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they do. They do. You know, so I, I just wanted to make sure before we tried to figure out where Party Next Door is at, that, you know, I love McConan. Well, here's the thing. Like, it looks like Party Next Door's music is just not good anymore. Because he put out a song in 2021 that I've never heard. Oh, and that's the determining factor. Okay. Wait, no, it's a Trippy Red song. Oh, it's him and Trippy Red. It's the determining factor right there. So maybe Party Next Door just had his best moments, like, on Tuesday. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, that's that's where we are on a Tuesday. I always wonder what happens to Party Next Door, and the real question is Party Next Door might be around. It just might not be very good. So uh, I'm just like, what? He's not listening. You don't know. How do you know? I don't know, man. I mean, it's Tuesday. He has the club going up on a Tuesday. It's not... You got it. Where we going? Where we going? Action Sports Jacks overtime. Yeah, that's the show. ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz on a Tuesday. Uh, just did some Danger Zone and some other things. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Go back, find it on the podcast. Jumbo Shrimp Baseball coming up in about 45 minutes or so. They play the Nashville Sounds tonight. Jacksonville Iceman as well at home in the playoffs. Need a victory down two games to none against the Everblades. So downtown will be rocking. Tonight, but where it's not rocking as at TIAA Bank Field. The news coming out in the 5 o'clock hour. Josh Lambeau has filed a lawsuit against the Jacksonville Jaguars, seeking his $3.5 million salary for 2021, plus damages for emotional distress, obviously coming off of the alleged kick from former head coach Urban Meyer. So that is the news 
uh, not really out of the building, but just in Jag's world. Um, Brian, my, we, me and Brent shared some thoughts. I'll share more of them, but you haven't really had an opportunity to share those thoughts yet. Uh, you hear this, you know the situation with Josh Lambeau, your immediate thoughts to it or what? Why would the head coach who doesn't have a consistent kicker go and try to kick the actual kicker in a way that would come off as malicious. Mm. I'm not saying don't keep your hands and feet to yourself. I always say that. I said it yesterday when we were talking about Chris Paul's family and the Dallas Mavericks fans. So I'm not riding the fence or being a hypocrite. But you're trying to tell me that 73-year-old Urban Meyer, man, was born in 1862. You're telling me that he cocked back and he kicked Josh Lambeau to a point where Josh Lambeau felt like he needed to sue? Because because what I'm hearing is mm-hmm. that this is, we're, we're talking about some type of damages uh, beyond emotional. Mm, I'm assuming, yeah. you know, like, you're putting my career in danger. Now, do freak accidents happen? Sure. Can you, again, make the argument he shouldn't do any of that stuff? But, you know, I haven't been on an NFL team, but, you know, been in enough locker rooms. There's a lot of things that happen. It's going to sound like I'm excusing. I'm not. I'm just I'm trying to grasp exactly what it is that you are suing for. Now, by all means, get your money. If you feel like you can get your money and you feel like this is uh, an action that's, uh, you know, suable, if that's a word. You know, by all means, call up your lawyer and, and see what, what can happen. You'll probably get a settlement. But I don't think that for all the things that we can roast and we have roast and we're trying to forget about the Urban Meyer error here, mm-hmm. I don't see any coach, especially the head coach, kicking a player in a way where you're just like, he, he came at me, you know, just recklessly. Yeah. Like, come on. Especially the, kick, the kicker. And I'm assuming right. he kicked him, like, in the leg or something. I can't remember the whole story. Yeah, it's just I think the, it was. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't. Mm. That, that's a tough pill for me to swallow. So we'll see how this plays out. And if he gets paid, you know, he gets paid. You know, good on him. I think it will probably end up in a settlement, not knowing any of the facts of the, of the case other than he's suing them now. But that's a hard pill. Do you get what I'm saying? That's, yes. that's hard for me to, to see a head coach, even Urban Myers, say, hey, you know what? I'm going to put you on ice and put my team at a disadvantage even more than it already is. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I think there's there's one thing that's not debatable at all in any of this is that they were definitely working in a toxic environment under Urban Meyer. There's no doubt in that. We've heard it from multiple sources, and by sources I mean DJ Chark and other players on the team. We heard it from Josh Lambert. Like, There's no doubt that they were in a toxic work environment. That part of this is undoubtedly and unbelievably true. But to your point, did he kick him? Did he not kick him, right? Josh Lambeau believes he was kicked, the news story, all of this. Okay. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he didn't. But what I'm saying is it feels like in a court law situation, if there's not video of this, how is it possibly going to be held up? And that's just the world we live in. Like, you need video now of this stuff. And then, like I said earlier, if you need people to, like, testify, for lack of a better term, because I don't think we're going to, like, court court or anything like that, but, like, if you need witnesses, right, 
Logan Cook, in my opinion, would be like someone who, in theory, would have been near when this happened. They're specialist. You would think they stretch in the same area. Okay. Or like a long snapper, potentially, as well. Someone who would be with the specialist would be your witness. But if you try to get Logan Cook and be like, hey, can you just say what you saw? Logan Cook is now testifying against the team that he works for, right? Logan Cook is still on the team to not get cut. So that's a hard thing for Josh Limbaugh to do, like to bring somebody in as a witness who might still be employed by the team. Like, how are you going to do that? Is he saying that Logan Cook – is this a hypothetical? This is hypothetical, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. I'm just saying, like, in theory, if you don't have video of it, right, you need a witness, right. obviously. And if your witness is somebody still employed by the team or on the team, why would they give a testament, testimony, whatever, against their employer? Because he's suing, he's not suing Urban Meyer. He's suing the Jags. So, like, who is going to testify against the team they work for? Like, it's a very weird thing. So then it's like, okay, what does Josh Lambeau have to gain? Well, $3.5 million, right? Or just in general to be proven that he did not make this up, which I'm not, nobody's really saying that he is, but we all think it's a weird situation, right? But if you can't prove it, you have everything to lose. Because if it gets shot down because you don't have enough evidence, that doesn't mean it didn't happen, but there's not enough there, right? Like we said it earlier, like what does Urban Meyer have to lose? Probably nothing. He's been dragged through the mud. Um, Already back working. Already, like, Fox isn't going to fire him probably for this because they know what happened. I'm sure they've had conversations with Urban Meyer about what happened because they've hired him back to work for their network. So, you know, it's it's such a weird thing that's going on right now with Josh Lambeau and the Jags. Where will it end? I don't know, and I'm not a lawyer. But it seems like Josh Lambeau, unless there's a video that we haven't seen, it seems like this is going to be a tough thing for Josh Lambeau to prove. I feel like Mr. Cons is going to write a check. They're going to get a settlement going on because... And that might though, be easier, right? Yeah, though they don't have a video, they have Urban Meyer's reputation. That is true. You know, and Absolutely. so how are you, you going to get, like, I guess, 12 unbiased jurors? Maybe. I mean, they can say that they are, but they've seen everything that played out in 2021. Yeah. You know, so... I think Mr. Khan's probably going to write that off. I mean, he, he's he got it. He's got it. Far be it for me to, to say what to do with his money, but. Yeah, and then, like, some of the camp in the stream earlier was like, does this help the case to fire Urban with cause? Maybe. If you can make this with Josh Lambeau go away, but get out of paying Urban, like, 3.5 to save 20, Shot's probably going to do that. Nice he's little smart. investment. Yeah. Nice little, okay, exactly. I see what you. So. Chestnut checkers, Mr. Khan. There's a lot. I agree with you. There's a lot that's still going to happen with this, but came out today, and that's where we are on it. So more to come on that as the story develops. But if you're just jumping in, Josh Lambeau did file a suit against the Jags to recover $3.5 million due to what happened under Urban Meyer in the building. So we'll see how that plays out. But that is the Jags news of the day. We got NBA to talk about. We got vague headlines. We got more to do before Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. So stick with us. All the way up until 6.50 and then Jumbo Shrimp Baseball tonight. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Brian Milton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you as well. NBA talk here on a Tuesday Shout out to Party Next Door, wherever you have been. 
make some bangers again at some point, please? Because Tuesday was a banger. We can't just be stuck with that. I don't get it. It's, yeah. it's on purpose at this point, right? And now it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, man. Now, now it is. Um, oh, anyway, uh, NBA, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, Warriors take a commanding lead in the series. Uh, unconfirmed where Jaw is at. We got some other good series. Your Heat in action tonight. Celtic or uh, Maverick Suns in action tonight. Celtics Bucks tied at two games apiece. Three series all tied at two. Ryan Middleton, which series, in your opinion, is the best one? So I am still going to go with the um, Bucks Boston. Okay. Is the best series. Sorry, I, I saw the green and couldn't think of That's okay. Bucks, just Boston. Um, because Milwaukee looked like they were primed for going up 3-1. And then, you know, Al Horford, who, trust me, okay, if he was in the NFL, he would have already been drug tested this morning. But he definitely going to get a call from yeah. uh, the, the Adam Silva in the NBA offices on that one. Because he uh, he went off. He was doing all kinds of stuff. He was blowing by people. He was dunking on the best player in the game. He was. He was throwing elbows. He was screaming. He was dapping people up. He looked like he was back at uh, Florida, right? Florida yeah, Gator, right? go Gators. You better believe he it. He looked like he was trying to win a championship there for uh, yeah. Billy Donovan. Yeah. So that by far is the best uh, series if we're just talking about 2-2. Two, two. Uh, I know that Brent mentioned that he was really intrigued with the Golden State-Memphis yeah. uh, matchup, and I think that that's good as well. But them going up 3-1 now kind of seals the deal. If it's not in five, yeah. it'll probably be six. But, you know, you never know. I agree. It, but following close behind it, it wouldn't be the heat in the uh, in 76ers. I, it's been it's been some good ball playing there. Uh, but, you know, overall, it's been, like, pretty average uh, at best. I mean, I'm glad that there's a little – I'm not glad personally as a Miami Heat fan, but I'm sure that NBA fans, they're casual observer, people who just love to watch basketball that isn't their team – um, they like to see that it's not just a sweep or a four or five game series. But the second series I'd put behind Boston and uh, Milwaukee would be Dallas and Phoenix. I really think as much as we are seeing Ja really uh, become a burgeoning star mm-hmm. and Luke has been in the league, uh, I believe, a, a season or two longer than him, yep. even though they're around the same age, I believe. Uh, Luca is what he is doing, especially if they are able to pull off this upset. And and mind you, this would be a huge upset. I think that you are watching. You know, you had him top five in your, in your, uh, Mm -hmm. in your player ranking. I think that he could possibly move up higher. If he's able to lead them to a Western conference finals, dare I say NBA finals. And I know I'm jumping the gun just a bit, but the way that he played in those first two games and now the way that he's played in the second two games and the other players around him actually kind you know, showing up a bit more, the way yeah. that Jason Kidd has made those adjustments. I'm watching a team, I'm watching a guy who can really affect an entire series. Not only is he a scorer, he can facilitate. And it doesn't look like he's ever moving too fast. It's very it's like the Joker effect sometimes. It's just like, oh, he's not moving at oh, well, okay, he scored again. Oh, wow, he has 35 points and, yeah. and 12 rebounds. Oh, okay, when did he do that? Mm-hmm. Why are they winning again? So um, I would put that series behind uh, the Milwaukee and Boston series as, like, the most intriguing, the most exciting one. What say you? Yeah, uh, I think Luka's obviously interesting. I'm definitely not going to go with the Heat because Brian Middleton. But 
Uh, Bucks Celtics to me is still extremely interesting. Tatum versus Giannis, if you will. Um, that's the one that intrigues me. By the way, you're a Heat fan, but you're not like a homer. Like we never ever like talk about the Heat like and how great they are. Like you never try to push that narrative. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, I I, I do. We do, and I not have not a ton though. You're like, oh, they're the one seed, which is factual. And then you say Jimmy four or five, and I say Jimmy Airball. Well, I'm missing, you know, Tyler Hero. Yeah, Tyler Airball. He also airballed. Or Bam. You know what I mean? Bam I mean, is legit though. Oh, not, the other two aren't legit, but Bam, he's yeah, legit. No, like, okay, okay. Oh, no, well, you're yeah. a hater, so I expect you to say no, things no, no, like no, that, no, sir. No, 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 yeah, no. No, yes, you are. Yes, I am. But okay. listen, uh, you got Jimmy, you got Bam, and you got Tyler Hero. If you could only keep one, you're keeping Bam, hundred percent. Going forward, you're not keeping Jimmy. Jimmy's way too old. I love the way that you speak in matter of like, facts and build, absolutes. Okay, like, to build around. Who are you building around, you've taken a You've taken a, a poll? You pew research studies? You're not going to sit here and tell me you'd rather build around Ty- Tyler Hero than Pew Kurtz, everybody. Pew Kurtz. Okay, who are you building around then? First of all, this isn't uh, Star exactly. Bench removed from the face of the earth, and you didn't form that question for me, so I can't answer you, sir. So what just happened right there is I'm right. And he won't admit it. And no, it's not that you're right, because you always think you're right. So, like, I mean, you could stop any statement that you say, and then you're going to be like, I'm right? I don't talk like that. Well, you kind of did just now. Just, yeah. Just saying. Okay, I'm just saying that you and me agree that if you're building around the Heat, if you had to pick a player to build around on the Heat, it's Bam and not Jimmy Butler, because he's too old to build around. What's it like to have that kind of energy to speak for other people like that? It's so hard. assuredly. It's good. It's amazing, ain't it? I like it. When did you start doing that? Whole life, probably, <laughs> if I had to guess. Um, so you're you, so you're saying you would build around Bam before you build around Jimmy, definitely before uh, Tyler. You know, Tyler. Well, you know, well, I would give you that one, the Tyler one. But it's interesting you're so again absolute on Bam over Jimmy. Yeah, like why? I don't know, man. Jimmy Butler's older. Like I understand he's good. Don't get me wrong, but like you can't. I don't know. I'm in that. What is this? I. Oh, Google is all over the place. This is a disaster. But um, sorry, um, I'm building around Bam. Like I just am. That's just how it works. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So the series. So the series is. <laughs> is uh, I mean, I think Embiid changes everything, right, for Philly. So I, I, I mean, I think Miami's in trouble now that Embiid is playing. That's how I see it. And then Dallas, uh, Phoenix. I think Phoenix should be winning. They're not. So maybe, like, when Booker was out, we could point to it and be like, you know, Booker made everything go for that team, which I still do believe. But now it's like, okay, are they not great? I think they end up winning the series, but, like, are they not great? Like, they're good, but are they not great? So that's why I fall back, like, Celtics, Bucks. Like, I know we had some blowouts in that series, but I think that one's probably going seven. Which, which team tied 2-2, so there's six teams, mm-hmm. is in the most trouble? It's either Milwaukee, Miami. Boston, Miami. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, and which one is in the catbird seat? Well, well if you're talking, like, who's in the most trouble, like, I would say Miami, but, like, I don't think Dallas has anything to lose. Like, Dallas is supposed to lose the series, right? Well, that, that's fine, but are they in the most trouble or the, the most urgency uh, out of all the teams because... No, I'll stick with Miami because... Okay. Uh, yeah, and, and like, I, I think Dallas would be second on that list, but I stick with Miami because they're a one seed and they were in control until Embiid stepped on the court. So I think the most urgency comes from them to prove that they can win when Embiid's not... 
or when he is on the court, I should say. Does that answer your question? It does. And then who's in the catbird seat? Yeah, who's in the the smoothest out of the two two? The the easiest ride. You're like, okay, for sure. I don't care if they're tied up two two. This team is moving on to the conference finals. That's a great question, and I think by default it has to be Phoenix, because I can't say in the other two matchups that anybody's in a better position than the other. I think Phoenix or um, uh, Boston and Milwaukee are equally balanced, and I think they're going to go back and forth and exchange punches. I just told you what I think about Philly and Miami, but I think Phoenix at the end of the day is just better. They don't have the best player on the court, which hurts them, but overall they have a better team in that series. So I think even though it's 2-2, I think they're in a better position because they have a better overall team. But if I'm Dallas, like I'm not super scared because I have the best player, but I still think they're in the best spot because they're the one seed. Who who do you think? Um, In the best spot. Well, in the best spot, I... I'm probably going to say the Suns as well, but I'm not afraid to say Milwaukee. Listen, three out of those four games, and honestly, even the fourth game, even though they got blown out, I mean, that was kind of like, okay, Boston, they're going to do that. You you kind of already knew that they were going to get one of these. But for at least three quarters, Milwaukee had a lot of control in that game. Not not a lot, but enough to where it was like, okay, they're going to go up 3-1. Defending champs, they know how to win these types of games. I mean, they lost that game. But I'm still thinking that even though it's not the easiest opponent, I think that they still got the easiest run to go because they have already done it before. They got the best player. They've they've won in Boston. It's not like they haven't won uh, against Boston at full strength. So I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Uh, I wouldn't be afraid to go with Milwaukee, even though I think the Suns actually do have an easier go at it. Interesting. By the way, just a quick breaker that came out in the last 20 minutes. John Moran has a bone bruise in his right knee and is doubtful for the remainder of the playoffs, the Grizzlies announced. So, Well, I think what that is is really he's doubtful for the rest of the series and they understand the position they're in. There is no more playoffs. So I I think, personally, I think you say that to make it sound worse, right? Like, oh, he's out for the rest of the playoffs because you don't think you're going any far. Like, there might just be one more game. So... Um, but anyway, John Moran, it looks like, will not play the rest of the series and if they go farther. So uh, that's good for Warriors betters if you bet on the Warriors to win it all like some of us did. No cap. But uh, anyway, that's the situation there. We got vague headlines to do. I also got a question for Brian Middleton in terms of buying stock in an NBA player. I have one. You know, we love the cards around here, right? Yeah. We love the sports cards. Uh, so I'm trying to identify guys, buy low, sell high. Brent loves that term. I got one in the NBA. I'll get Brian Middleton's take on my guy that I've selected and see if he has somebody, buy low and sell high. So we'll do all that on the other side. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 6.9. I'll be right back. If you're watching the stream, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, you just saw me and Brian Milton having a conversation in the break about if my week was almost halfway over because it's Tuesday. And I've never really had anybody describe it to me like that, so that's why I was confused. If you are wondering why I looked confused, if you're in your radio, you're like, what are you talking about, kid? Um, And I will tell you that you can watch the stream of the show on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, if you did not know that before. But if you're in your car listening on 690 AM, we appreciate you. 
Just as much. We love everybody the same if you're listening to the show. Even if you're listening somewhere, it's not those two places. I understand Odyssey. Tune in. All these places you can listen. We appreciate ESPN690.com as well. So um, thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Um, and we will continue on here on OT. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. All right, before the break, Brian, I told you. And I, I was texting Kevin. You know Kevin. Gambling Kevin. KJ. KJ. Yeah, didn't you call him Junior one time? Oh, yeah, I do call him Junior. Yeah, okay. That's good. That's a good pickup. You know what's funny is he's not a junior at all. I'll explain to you one day. Interesting. Some, yeah, he's not. Yeah, uh, that's a fun fact. Yeah, now I'm intrigued. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it. To, I'll explain to you someday. But he should be back with us on uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah, nice. we should. We should talk to Kevin. But anyway, Kevin's in the sports cards game. I'm in the sports card game. Obviously, our friends at Devoli's House Cards, where you should pick up your sports cards. But um, I was texting Kevin. I was like, uh, "There's a spot, a retail spot." So this is going real in depth right now that has um, cards on sale. It's like a, a Walmart-type store like you can buy his cards at. So I texted him. I was like, hey, you know, this spot got this. Do you want me to pick you up anything? He said no. And then I told him, like, hey, this is kind of what I'm working on. Like, I'm identifying guys buy low, sell high, right? So gambling. It's pretty much what I'm, I'm gambling with sports cards. And he said, well, well, who are you looking at? And I said, well, I got my eyes on one man in the NBA uh, just played his second year, and now I'm going to see if Brian Milton can guess him. So here's the deal. He was a rookie in 2021, or 2020 and 2021 that year. So 2021-22 was his second year. Um, I'll tell you this. His first year, he averaged five and a half a game. This year, he averaged 12.3. So on the up and up. Played in 71 games. Upped his minutes almost 10 minutes a game. Field goal percentage went up. Three-point percentage went up. Everything's on the up and up. Brian Milton, he plays for the Spurs. Any guesses? Um, this is good radio. It's the, yeah, I know, right? Uh, sometimes you got to let the moment sit. You know, sometimes you do. Uh, he doesn't jump out the building. Uh, who who is it? Why can't I remember? I mean, why don't I know this? Okay, who is it? Devin Vassell. Oh, you know Devin Vassell? Okay. Yeah, I, I've identified Devin Vassell, and there's more to it. Why I'm like looking at Devin Vassell stuff, but um, I think he had a nice year. And I think he, he obviously took big strides, right? I told you he averaged, he went from 5.5 to 12 with three uh, game. He ten, seven, or 10 more minutes a game, went from 17 to 27. So he's on the up and up. Spurs, good organization. And his stuff is cheap, right? His cards are cheap. So I identified Vassell. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the gamble on Vassell, uh, pick up some stuff, see if I can move it later on when he becomes that dude. By the way, former Florida State Seminole, home for Florida State Athletics right here in Northeast Florida is ESPN 690, so don't forget about that. You could have heard Vassell when he was a member of the Florida State Seminoles. So now I ask you, Brian Middleton, anybody rookie last year, maybe under um, underwhelming, I guess you could say, guy from last year? Um, I won't steal this in case this is your guy, but there's a guy on the Warriors that I think could fit this mold as no, well. No, say it. That's, I, that's not who I was thinking of at all. James Wiseman, where is he? Yeah, I don't know where he's at. So, I don't know where he's at. Like, that might be a bad thing, you know? I mean, he was injured, but, I mean, I don't know what he's... I don't know what the deal is with um, – I have no idea. That's a very intriguing case as well. You're right. Like, where is that dude? Because, He's like the third pick, right? Because, yeah, because if it pops, if he pops, yeah. like, that's a, that's a big one. His ceiling is you know, through the roof. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be a gamble. Yeah, yeah. As that, of right now, it looks like it's a gamble. That one's more of a gamble than Devin Vassell, right? Because, like, you don't even know if he's going to play. Right. So th those are two guys that I kind of, you know, have an eye on, I guess. You got anything for me? Uh, the, one one of the guys when you were talking to me in the break, uh, I was thinking of, and I couldn't remember his last name, uh, but I remember you know watching him sometimes. Uh, but Josh Giddy, 
uh, and he's uh, Oklahoma yeah. City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his game, right? And I'm trying to look up his stats right now, but he he averaged uh, 12 and a half points, uh, nearly eight rebounds, and uh, nearly six and a half assists. Yeah, 19 years old, six eight, like 205, 210. That's that that's that Kobe build, a little taller, right there. And uh, at 19, he's only going to get bigger and stronger. I know he missed a lot of games. Uh, he had looks like a hip injury or something like that, or hip soreness, mm-hmm. whatever that entails. But I really enjoy his game. And one thing I know about Oklahoma City, they draft well. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not just talking about the Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka years. Like, they have a great scouting department. If I was an NBA team, I'd be like, what do you guys do? I'd try to get insider information on how they do what they do because they, they keep hitting on people, even if they don't stay with the team. Yeah, I like his game, and I think his upside is big as well. Also, he's, he came from Austra- <clears throat> excuse me, Australia. Yep, him and, and Ben Simmons, right? Yeah, and I'm like, hey, listen, hopefully he's not Ben Simmons right now, but right. Ben Simmons is a, he's a great player when he's on his game. And if you look at the top players in the league right now, it's a, you know, it, there's a mix. There's a mix, and a lot of them are, you know, outside from, you know, like international as opposed to, you know, right here in the U.S. So I think that he could be a nice little gamble to get on. It'd be interesting to follow him over the next three, four, five seasons, see how he grows into his body by the time he's 24, 25, just about to hit his prime. And who knows? He might be right there as a perennial all-star. I'm not a scout. Don't take that as, uh, you know, as law. But I really do enjoy his game. I like that. That's a good call, by the way. I like Josh Giddy. He's, um, I'm intrigued by him as well, kind of like you said. And I'm intrigued by. I know we got to do vague headlines, but I'm intrigued by Oklahoma City because I think uh, SGA is really good. Yeah. When he plays, like I, he's been hurt. I get that, but he's a guy that would have fit this mold exactly, right? He started ten a game, then nineteen, then now he's up to twenty five. So like, you're not buying low right. on SGA anymore. But I like that call. So Josh Giddy, Devin Vassell, maybe James Wiseman as well. Those are the guys to buy low, Kevin, if you're listening, or if you just want to invest in sports cards, those are the guys I'm looking at. So we might be in those bids against each other on eBay. But anyway, no big deal. Brian Middleton, we got the vague headlines or what? Are we doing vague headlines? We're doing the vague headlines. All right. I'm not worried about the break, Brian Middleton. You ain't got to worry about the break. Okay, here we go. First two. Oh, first of all, do you need the rules, Casey? I don't. Okay. First two. What could have been or one heck of a grouping? What could have been or one heck of a grouping? What could have been? What could have been is a sport headline, actual headline. Jason Tatum initially wanted to play in Phoenix, not Boston. Before the 2017 draft, Tatum was linked with several teams, including the Lakers. It was the Celtics who took him third overall. We know that right now. Yeah. Starting a new era for the team. But besides the Lakers and the Celtics, Tatum flirted with another team, which was his preferred destination back in the day, and that was the Phoenix Suns. Tatum says he was all in on Phoenix because he thought he could play there instantly instead of going to Boston, which was coming off an Eastern Conference Finals appearance. He straight up told his agent and Coach K at the time, who was his college coach at Duke, that he didn't want to go up there to do another workout. So how crazy would that one-two punch for the Suns uh, would have been because Booker was drafted in 2015 and Tatum would have been in 2017. Yeah, that's um, that's crazy. That's such an interesting story. I like that you brought that up. Uh, yeah, that would be unreal, right? Now, granted, is there enough basketball to go around at that point? Um, so that would have been interesting. Who did they – they took Josh Jackson with the next yeah, pick. Yeah, Josh like. Jackson. Yeah, that's um, who they took. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's not like they had the chance to take Tatum. No, they did have the chance to take De'Aaron Fox. But, um, 
That's interesting. That would be nuts, I think, to answer your question. That would be overwhelming favorite, right? Absolutely. Can you think of another could have been pairing in any sport? Yeah. Um, I mean, just off the top of my head, we talked about it earlier. Uh, the Jags could have drafted Lamar Jackson. Everybody in the league could have drafted Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Jags also could have drafted Mahomes. Like, I could do this a lot for quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, you're right. They could have. That's right. Yeah. 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 Big Ben. Do those guys have the same career? Like, I know that there's certain things like that are transcendent. So they could potentially, both of those guys you just named, would have, I would argue, still been good to great. But would they be who they are? Would they have won an MVP if they would have gotten Jacksonville? No, you could honestly probably make the argument Mahomes would never be good. Like, Mahomes um, is extremely talented, but, like, how much of that is Andy Reid? How much of that was sitting behind Alex Smith? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could make the argument Mahomes would have been not good at all. You could make the same case with Lamar, by the way. But to answer your question, like, you can make that case pretty much every year with the Jags. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Uh, You know, we'll do one more, Casey. Top flight security or goodwill Tony Montagna? Top flight security or goodwill Tony Montagna? Let's go goodwill. Yeah, goodwill Tony Montagna. That's a, a, a non-sport headline. Uh, actual headline is uh, Florida Goodwills are tripping. Okay, from the world of TikTok. A woman shared her experience shopping in a Goodwill in Florida with her mom and stumbling upon what looked like a bag of drugs. The powder kind. Oh. TikToker Kaylee Phillips sure. posted this clip on this weekend with the text overlay reading, Florida Goodwills be wildin'. Uh-oh. In the vent, she says her mom found a bag for sale, and inside that bag was a baggie full of white powder. At first, they thought it might be baby powder, but once they got the employees involved, they determined that wasn't accurate. Well, Casey, after the bag was taken off the floor, employees found the woman and her mom again to assure them that the contents in the bag was baking soda. Oh. Now, here's the here's the trip right here. Uh-huh. When the woman asked, how did they determine it? The employee said, quote, we let someone who knows what white powder actually tastes like (laughs) test. That's so bad. Oh, Oh, so bad. You know, they said somebody, I say white powder because I don't want to continue saying the trust name. But, um, oh, my goodness. Hey, man, what's the craziest thing you ever found in the store, Casey? (laughs) Not that. Um. All right, I got to tread lightly here. Um, so, first of all, no, that doesn't really count. As, does Chuck E. Cheese count as a store? Sure, any any store, any uh business establishment. Yeah, so that's a perfect way to say it. One time at Chuck E. Cheese, there was some business. You know what I'm saying there? Okay. Do I need to elaborate? They sell pizza, so sure. Mm. Okay, so you do get what I'm saying. Yeah. Does that count? Okay. Yeah, that's something that uh, was stumbled upon one time. For some reason, I can't remember what happened after that. Like, I don't know if I left. I don't know if it was a birthday party. Like, I don't remember the situation. But I remember running up on it and said, oh, that is, like, some dookie for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that would be the craziest thing I found in the store. All right, Casey. Well, that's all we have for vague headlines. Sounds good. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I can't remember if I've mismanaged the break. Uh, there's a chance I did. So there's a chance the next voice you hear is Scott Kornberg and Matt Davis for the Jumbo Shrimp game, or there's a chance it's us. That is unconfirmed, and that is the tease of the lifetime because, honestly, I don't know the next voice you're going to hear. But it's going to be one of the two after these commercials, me 
or Matt Davis or Scott Kornberg. So I guess one of the three. But it's going to be somebody, and you're going to find out next after the break. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. After the tease of a lifetime, it's my voice. Wasn't sure. Thought I uh, overjumped a break here, but Brian Middleton said, man, calm down. He's keeping me sane around here. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. So we're all good. All the breaks we needed to take have been taken. All the things we've needed to discuss have been discussed. Sort of. Because now we talk to the fellas at the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, Matt Davis, Scott Kornberg. How are we doing, fellas? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, I was stressed for about three minutes because I thought I lost a break. But (laughs) at the end of the day, we are all good. So I guess we're okay. Uh, Good to be back home, right? You guys have been on the road for a minute. It feels great to be back at home. I will say this. Traveling for the first time in three years, uh, you kind of forget what it's like, and it's like a mini vacation with a little bit of baseball sprinkled in. So it's great. Uh, Scott actually was in the office when I got back, and he looked at me when I pulled, walked into the door and said, go home and get some rest. So <laughs> obviously I looked extremely tired after just six days away. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> I forgot about that whole in terms of not being able to travel on the road like for the COVID year. So you went... Two, what did you say, two or three years without traveling? Yeah, so 2021, the team I worked for didn't travel. 2020 was canceled, yep. and the last road trip I ever went on was uh, Midwest League in 2019. Took a road trip to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Wow. That you is know, cultural hub of United States of America. <laughs> there Rapids. we go. There we go. That is um, that is interesting for sure. Uh, what do we got coming up in the series, guys? Nashville Sounds, right? It's the Brewers, I believe. Uh, what do we got to look forward to coming up this week? Yeah, you know what? Like, Brian knows his basketball over there, Casey. You know your baseball. So um, (laughs) this is the team with the best record in the league. They're a really, really good team. Best ERA of any team in minor league baseball. Uh, They can hit a little bit as well. It's a little more sporadic, but uh, I'm actually been excited for this series. I was talking to Nashville's broadcaster, Jeff Hem, and uh, this is arguably the best hitting team in the league in the Jumbo Shrimp. And... Certainly the best pitching team in the league in in uh, Nashville, and they've got a former Jumbo Shrimp on their staff, Jason Alexander. Uh, he's a, he's a terrific guy, so it'll be fun to watch a pitch later this series. But I mean, this is uh, you know the best of the West against the team that's tied for first place in the East in the International League. Well, that's nice. That's a good reason for the people to go out. Um, real quick, I'll let you go and get you guys going after this. But is Max Meyer still on the team? Like I heard Brent rambling about something <laughs> earlier, but I was on the phone. Like I don't know what was happening. So wh- where's Max Meyer? He's here. He's yeah. here. He'll start Thursday. Oh, he starts Thursday. Okay, so, okay, I'll, I'll talk to Brent uh, in a personal conversation because, yeah, he was talking about something that made no sense, and I just sat there and listened to him. So I'm glad to hear that Max Meyer's still on the team and pitching on Thursday. So very good. Glad we cleared that up. All right, gentlemen, have a good call. Have a good night. Go shrimp, and we will talk to you uh, again tomorrow. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.